Garden of Possibilities. Chopping away at the dead mound of ornamental growth, even with the sharp new shears, requires my full body of unused muscles to spring into action for the task. These beige grasses seemed wispy and beckoned to be released to the compost pile, but in actuality these clumps are tough and aren't easily yielding. As handfuls of dried plants and leaves are removed, my breath catches as I see an unexpected reward. There, covered by the remains of winter's ravages beneath wet leaves, woven amongst dried grass stalks, are shoots of green. Hidden beneath are new blades of grass and some unidentifiable flower embryos. This is not just a promise of new growth, but its actual presence. In northern regions, these are undeniably early harbingers of spring. Even the ground is ready to relinquish its frozen hold as the life within bursts forth. Unlike our southern cousins already in blooms, or our southern hemisphere neighbors at the end of their summer approaching harvest, we know in the north this keening towards sunshine and hope could be quashed in an instant by an April or even May snowstorm. Still, I feel a deeper breath with this evidence of the undaunted cycles of life. It will be a while before seeds can be safely sown. These are the days of tending the ground, raking through winter's chaotic mulch, and clearing away what is no longer needed to make room for these aspiring blossoms. In nature's quiet revelry, it doesn't even matter what each growth will become. The sheer determination to grow is inspiring. My heavy step lightens and furrowed brow smooths as I hum, indulging in happy tunes from my earbuds. More than most winters, COVID restrictions have for many made this truly the winter of our discontent. So many have been lost, leaving an aching hole where once there was life. There have been many disappointments and abandoned plans. Some feel trapped at home while those working outside their homes feel burdened, trudging through the daily requirements of staying safe in the world. That world itself looks different with masks and distance. Exhaustion from it all is evident in the faces of most. There are some who have thrived, creatively finding unique ways to focus and express themselves, but almost all are weary of this altered reality. Many I know, myself included, are chomping to be released to resume some semblance of life as it once was. Growing numbers of the vaccinated creates an odd mix, promising freedom, sort of. An inner banshee strains to burst its confinements and bounce around willy-nilly just to feel freely alive. The life force behind this is strong and fierce. It has always seemed the young green shoots of spring are tender and vulnerable. Perhaps they are, but I find now a deeper respect for that tenacity and resilience that pushes them into visibility. This is not merely passively being called by the sun. There's a ferocity that comes within each growth that is bigger than the obstacles. This is nature's movie of implicit hope and her reminders of the cycles of survival. Something within me stirs. But this is not the whole story. There is also the timid, tender aspect that ventures forth as if testing the wind, 
The drive to grow is strong, but the dangers of too fast or too much are implicit. Some days only tiny movement occurs. So too with us human plants. Though we long to burst out, something has changed that echoes the traumatic part of this year's wintering. In the grocery store, I notice my recoil as another shopper barrels in shoulder to shoulder to grab some desired commodity, almost knocking me over. Indignation arises with an unspoken, that's not six feet, while part of me observes this old everyday behavior now triggers a threat response. On a TV drama, someone flinches when another touches them. A man I know expresses concern that it's overwhelming to come back into connection with folks he's been yearning to see. Will he know how to behave in person? Will direct eye contact feel odd or even dangerous like looking at the sun? How do we greet one another without a hug or handshake or determine if any contact is safe? After a year where every human outside our homes is a potential carrier of a deadly virus, what does getting back to normal even mean now? Articles indicate that our new normal may not look at all the same and some of our relational and mobility muscles have atrophied a bit. The good news, they tell us, is that with practice it can return, but the uncertainty of what is now safe, which changes daily, adds another wrinkle to this fabric of re-engaging with life. Within us, this cautious one coils in with moments of peeking out, alongside a desperate-to-expand banshee. Fear and hope walk hand in hand, the Tibetan saying tells us. If the garden is any indicator, the two can coexist and may even need each other to thrive. In this time of equinox, where light and dark are equal, the primal urge arises to clean out the old to make way for the new. We have had many thwarted plans that are awaiting acknowledgement and release, holding on to the way we wished it had been and letting fear rule only burdens our future steps. Dead leaves cushion and protect the life beneath, but require caring removal for the new life to appear unimpeded. So too, our losses, griefs, and disappointments deserve reverence even as we release them to make room for our possibilities. No matter how imperfectly, we must remember we have adapted flexed rapidly to daunting changes that dramatically altered our world. That deserves acknowledgement and respect to allow us to bring that capacity and this year's hidden gifts to whatever the future holds. Claiming the gifts present in the midst of this long wintering with COVID helps us harvest and carry them forward. This can be as simple as noticing that there is a different rhythm this time has brought what of that wants to continue? Perhaps fewer external demands shifted our focus in helpful ways. Loss and death can center the preciousness of life. Less traffic on drives to work or walk, working at home, not driving. Ironing clothes or arranging meetings in person may have freed up energy. This break with what was unquestioned routine gives pause to re-examine everything. Regular walks outside, 
or socialing in outdoor spaces put many of us in touch with nature that previous lifestyles may have hidden. As I prepare to clear my spring garden, I need my rake, which has gone missing. Oddly, I discover it in a pile of leaves, rusty but still functional. There's a comforting parallel here with my internal universe. Peter Levine has quipped, without tools, trauma rules, as he offers ways of aiding our bodies to release and reawaken our sometimes dormant inner knowing. We have the tools, if we can bring our intention, to move gradually, steadily, into connection with ourselves and the world around us. I don't have the stamina to rake out everything in a blitz, but I can do it bit by bit. Whatever your tools, compassion, connecting in small doses, tapping your natural wisdom from navigating past changes, delighting in simple things or something else, they all matter. The pandemic isn't over. Its intensity has changed. We shifted a year ago. With useful tools and patience, we can do this too. It's all possible. Please share how you envision and intend to navigate your reemergence into the season ahead. As we witness each other's possibility gardens, we grow stronger in our shared and different experiences. Anything's possible.